With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and myself, Jonas Knox. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free 
free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, we've got one final college football game in week one. And we've got the very first NFL game in week one. And we've just got a couple of days in between. We'll get to both of those matchups. Hey, we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, Jeff, so we've got number nine Clemson at Duke this evening. Final game of week one in college football. Clemson favored by 13 on the road. They've got a new offensive coordinator. Garrett Riley comes over. So new look offense for uh, Clemson. I'll tell you this, man. I think Clemson has arrived. And uh, it was because of last season. They went 11-3. It was a down year. It was a disappointing season. But a lot of people reacted like 11-3 was 3-11. You know what I mean? Like, if you look at the losses, they did get manhandled by Notre Dame. But then they lost by one point to South Carolina, and they lost the bowl game to Tennessee. And these non-playoff bowl games can get a little bit goofy with opt-outs and all that type of stuff. But uh, even though it was a down year for Clemson, man, we thought it was the worst. We acted like it was 500 or worse as far as their record was. So I'm curious what Clemson can do this year. They're trying to retool, right? Reload the whole thing. Lost some talent from that defensive line, but Cade Klubnick, can he take a big step forward with DJU being over there at Oregon State right now? That's the question for them. Well, I got to say, I mean, DJU looked really good yesterday at Oregon State. <laughs> I mean, it's a kind of an indictment on, on his level of, of play, I think, at times um, for Clemson, but th- them deciding to go with Garrett Riley to me signaled that they were actually, you know, like sort of understood like, hey, we got to fix some things on defense. I mean, it's, you know, on offense, I should say. Um, and so I'm excited to see Klubnik in this offense because if they can fix offensively, man, they're going to be good on defense again. So um, I, I'm not terribly concerned about the defense. It's just offensively. Like if Garrett Riley can be that guy, man, then, then they got a chance, right? It's pretty simple, it feels like. Yeah, it really does. And how about Duke? We don't spend a whole lot of time talking about Duke football, but nine and four. Mike Elko, first year they went from three and nine to nine and four. And some people think Riley Leonard could be the third quarterback taken in next year's NFL draft. I, I don't know how you feel about that. Michael Penix Jr. was sensational against Boise State and put up huge numbers last season. I know we're, we're spending half our time talking about the 2024 NFL draft, but as it relates more so to tonight's game, what do you think about Riley Leonard over there for Duke? Yeah, I don't know much about, you know, I just, there's always a quarterback that comes out of nowhere in the draft, right? And, and people have mentioned Ryan Leonard is one of those guys. I, I don't quite know that. We'll see more tonight against after he plays a really good Clemson defense. Uh, but this is a great year to get a quarterback if you have a quarterback need team in the draft. Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> I'm just thinking of the prop bets over here, Jeff. And uh, even though I lost with LSU, gosh, I hate even admitting that. They're right there, you know, leading at halftime. And then it's like, Oh, gosh, they gave up 31 straight points here. But I did have Jaden Daniels 
with his rushing total over. I, I need to peek at the rushing total for Riley Leonard. Obviously, in college football, you got to keep it in mind where any sack yardage counts against the quarterback's rushing total, which is insane to me, but it does. It's really so dumb, yes. It makes no sense at all. But Riley Leonard loves to run around. And um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he hits his rushing total over. I just need to to verify exactly what it is for you over here, Jeff. Um, I uh, I love how you wager like at every game. What's that? I, I like how you wager like I have no wager for tonight. <laughs> like I'm just gonna watch football. You, you <laughs> That's not true. You, you mentioned every game you've watched this weekend. All of them have like I, 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 it's, I get some money on this one. I love it. No, not all the time. And our guy Crack, we do a countdown to kickoff on Sunday mornings here on Fox. That's one of Crack's rules. He's like, just because the game's on TV, you don't have to bet on it. It is true. I don't bet on every game here, but I'm just telling you, Riley Leonard, it's at 29 and a half, his rushing yardage tonight, Jeff. That's um, like, that's really low. That's almost scaring me away low. Because he, he can motor, man. He can get around. He can. I mean, I think if you're going to think that he's going to to run because of the defensive pressure and you end up with um, is that a reason why he runs but also to your point about a reason why he might lose yardage because of the sack numbers yeah the sack yeah that that worries me a little bit that definitely worries me um, but in terms of the rushing I'm just looking game by game so last year I mean there's a lot you know a bunch of games 64 66 54 60 130 ran for 130 yards against North Carolina. 61, 96, 48. Last game of the year, 63. Like, that's a lot. He'll have a couple where he just doesn't run. But I think based on that pass rush, he's got to move around some. He does. I love so much that you have like already in your head a, a Riley Leonard take <laughs> for this first game he's against Clemson. Yeah. I love it. Let's roll. Come Part of it is on. you live in a, you back. You, you live in a, you live you live in a state where this is allowed. I do not. I don't get like these cool props that yeah. I can wager on. That might be part of it too. If I had cooler props to wager on, yeah. I could probably you know get down the same as you can for this. Oh man, it would absolutely fire you up. I know it would. Uh, Brian, Noah, and Jeff Schwartz with you here on Fox Sports Radio. In for two pros and a cup of Joe. How about Week One of the NFL? First game of the year on Thursday night. Lions, Chiefs. Break it down for me, Jeff. What is going on with the Chiefs being unwilling to pay Chris Jones when the Lions are going to want to run the ball like crazy? Uh, you think Chris Jones is on the field for week one here? Oh, no, he's not playing week one. Um, I um, This is pretty fascinating, right? I, I would say that um, I, I, I did not expect I did not expect this to last this long. But look at the Chiefs' recent history of contracts. They're not paying more than than they sort of value. You know, Tyreek Hill, all right, we're giving you this and that's it. Orlando Brown, we're giving you this and that's it. Mm-hmm. And with Kurt Jones, they're like, look, man, we're not paying Aaron Donald money. But they also know that they have the leverage, right? Because if Chris Jones doesn't come back by week eight, 
he loses a year of free agency. And basically, his, his contract just tolls over the next year. So they know they have the advantage there with him. He has to be back at some point this season. And they could just say, look, man, we have Patrick Mahomes. We've drafted on defense. Hope our, our, our young guys play well. Um, and we'll just see a week eight. And by that point, he will have lost, I think, nearly $7 million in salary plus $2 million in fines for training camp. He lost $9 million. I mean, it's a lot of money, man. Yeah. And I think the Chiefs are saying, yeah, like, okay, we our, our number one asset is making sure we have enough players around Patrick Mahomes. We love you, Chris Jones, but that's what we're doing. Yeah. And so I think that that is, that's their plan. And they're going to stick to it because that's what the Chiefs have seemingly found out that works for them. The thing that I find interesting about this is not the money part of it. It's the the locker room part of this. Did you hear Travis Kelsey on his podcast last yeah, week? I did, yeah. Yeah. And um, I think his point, so Travis Kelsey, for those who missed it, was like, bro, like, please come back. We want to win mm-hmm. championships. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey has made it very clear that he's taken less money to win championships. And he has. TJ Hawkinson gets paid more than him now, right? <laughs> we, we see that... Um, Patrick Mahomes, we know, is getting is underpaid for what he's worth. Totally. And so you keep having these players take less money to win championships. Look at Chris Jones. I think he's made $80 million. Say, hey, buddy, like, we're all taking less. Mm-hmm. You know, the, 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 the Chiefs are going to pay you. It's not Aaron Donald money. Can you take less, too, and kind of be part of this, t- of this, of this you know, trying to win a third championship? Yeah. And I understand Chris Jones saying no, he wants to get what he wants to be paid. And and this will all work out in the end if if he comes back and they win a championship and or they play really well with, you know, when he comes back, but I think players in the locker room are probably pretty frustrated with it because I think they feel like again, he he should be there to help them win like they're there to to, to win as well. No, I hear you, man. It's a smart take by you because Mahomes has said the right things publicly, and that might be how he honestly feels. But if we're talking about leaving money on the table, Mahomes has left a ton of money on the table. He could command absolute top dollar, and he hasn't done that. And you mentioned it, too. There was an article this offseason. I forget what it might have been GQ. I can't remember who did the uh, the interview with Travis Kelsey, but he's talking about, yeah, my agent's always in my ear about uh, I could be making way more money and I can, but he's like, I want to win. And it's not to say that Chris Jones doesn't want to win. He might just want to get paid on top of winning as well. But you're right. When you've sacrificed and a big part of your your core, a big part of your quest to win another championship back-to-back here is Chris Jones. And if he's unwilling to do that, I can see both sides of that coin where Chris Jones is saying, I'm worth this. Why, why am I going to settle for less? And then Mahomes and Kelsey could easily look and say, well, because we have, we're worth more also. And, and we've not commanded top dollars. So what's up with that? It, it could be. It, it could. And I don't think it will be. But it, it's at least the ingredients to be a thing. And uh, very curious to see how it plays out. How do you think about the, the win totals here for both teams? If you look at the Chiefs, they're at 11 and a half. Lions at nine and a half. Which way are you going season win total for each team there? Um, I mean, I'm, I, I didn't wager on the Chiefs, but I bet the over. I mean, they, they win 12 games most years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, at least 12 games, I should say. There's years they have more and less. Um, so I would, I would go, I'd go over there. Um, I, I, yeah, I didn't wait during these think about the, the, you know, the, the Lions is like, they're everyone's darling this off season. I know it. How many darlings end up winning as many games do you think? Yeah. There's yeah. just none of them. <laughs> they never do. Yeah, they are. Them and the Jets are probably the trendiest teams this season, right? Going into the year. Anybody else? I don't know that anybody's been more hyped up than the Lions or Jets. Can you think of anybody? Um, no, that's probably that's probably it. Yeah, and they're both at nine and a half, uh, Lions and Jets. The thing is, man, what's interesting to me in both is the AFC is so loaded and the NFC is so not loaded. <laughs> so I, it's like the devil shows up on my shoulder like, who do you trust in the NFC North? Who do you trust in the NFC collectively? Have you got the Eagles, the Niners, and the Cowboys, and then what? What, what do you have? If you don't believe in the Vikings being a legitimate like 13 and 4 type team, if you don't believe in the Bears, if you don't really love the Packers, well then why not the Lions? You know, that little devil shows up. And then with the Jets, I love Aaron Rodgers coupled with a a great defense, but that division is so difficult and that conference is so difficult. I I don't know that they're getting the 10 wins. I don't think so either. That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, but going into a season, it seems like a lot of these teams, you, you lean over and it's like, bro, half of them are going to be losing. You know, half of them are going to be under their season win total. I think it's harder to pinpoint that is who is going under. Because, I, yeah, you like, I, I would I would bet the lines under. That's what I would do. You would take the uh, end. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Nine yeah. and eight, they just run it back. Nine and eight type season. I want to know how they handle higher expectations, because that is a that's a different tax bracket altogether, right there. Yeah, I mean it, that's part of the thing in college football too. Where you have to like look at the expectations of, of right. a team, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, I think uh, it's um, yeah, it it it. I would go under. I, I don't. I, Jared, here's the deal. So if they win like 10 games this year, let's say they go over, are they winning the division? Uh, probably not. Ten, I, they'd be in the running, but I would guess probably not. The best quarterback in every division typically wins. Mm-hmm. So if you're betting the over and you're saying the Lions will win the division, are we saying that Jared Goff is going to end up better than Kirk Cousins this season? Better than Jordan Love? Better than Justin Fields, like that's a, the wager you're making, obviously. Yeah, I, I mean, Kirk puts up numbers. I know we like to clown on the guy, but he puts up numbers, and I don't see that changing with Justin Jefferson being there. So, like the second half was tremendous for Jared Goff, and uh, maybe he picks up where he left off. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't. When you put it like that. That's a, I think it's a better way to look at it because if you ask the average person, do you feel more comfortable taking the Lions over the Vikings? I think a lot of people would. But do you feel comfortable taking Jared Goff over Kirk Cousins? I don't think no. as many people would, yeah. Correct, yeah, I think they would say no, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good way to look at it. All right, coming up next, only the morons are naysayers when it comes to this specific uh, situation. That's on the way. I'm Brian No, He's Jeff Schwartz. We're in for two pros and a cup of joe right here on Fox Sports Radio.
Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Dynasty the King, uh, King. Uh. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, the Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards, the guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith Presents The Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! I'm Brian No, He's Jeff Schwartz here on Fox Sports Radio. We're in for two pros and a cup of Joe. So listen, man, the story of the weekend, Jeff, clearly Deion Sanders winning his debut with Colorado as they took down TCU 45-42. to And uh, I thought a lot of the stuff after the game was hilarious. 
Um, I, I love what he was talking about. Travis Hunter, who, what did you say, 145 plays? 145 plays, yeah. That's insane. This is what uh, Deion Sanders said about that performance on the field after the game with uh, Fox Sports' Jenny Taft. I don't know how many snaps he played, but we're going to put a hot tub on the plane for him to make sure he's straight. <laughs> That's tremendous. I love that. Uh, A lot of fun stuff from Coach Prime. Now, this was something that caught my attention, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, This is what he said about some of the naysayers. Check this out. We do things that have never been done, and that makes people uncomfortable. When you see a a confident black man sitting up here talking his talk, walking his walk, coaching 75% African-Americans in the locker room, that's kind of threatening. Oh, they don't like that. But guess what? We're going to consistently do what we do. Because I'm here and ain't going nowhere. And I'm about to get comfortable in a minute. Okay, the way I think of this, there are some morons out there that feel that way. But that's not everybody. And I think that just if you're skeptical that Deion Sanders is going to hit the ground running and win game one as a 21-point underdog, or if you're skeptical that... Colorado is going to have a winning record in year one. That doesn't make you, you know, an automatic racist hater. Not everything is born because Coach Prime is outspoken and because he's black. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I just don't want it to be twisted or taken that way as if any skeptic is just, oh, I don't like this uh, outspoken black guy with his, his swagger, and that's not what coaching is supposed to be. Not everything is born from that if you're skeptical about the year one success or lack thereof. Well, I, I know it's not for me. That's not why I didn't think they would have exactly. success early on. I think they did because they had 70 new football players. That's right, um, yeah. That's why I thought they might have some trouble. Um, yeah, look, um, Dion is allowed – to talk after a game like that where people like myself and, and tons of other people um, just did not believe that they would play this well in game one. I thought they had a chance to play well at some points this season. I thought that ne- this season, to me, really set up for next season. Um, and so, to me, I, I give a pass the wrong word to say because he doesn't care about my pass. But the fact is, like, I, when you when you win the way he did – I feel like you're allowed to do whatever you want. It doesn't matter if it makes sense or not. Like you're just allowed to talk your talk because you, 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 know, you know, it doesn't make sense. Like it's not like it's not like you just you all the doubters, all the haters, man. We we got it wrong. We were wrong, and whoever you want to interpret that is is up is up to you at this at, at, you know at this point. Um, I think he's tremendous for college football. I think he's so much fun and a master promoter. I mean, that's the thing is. You look at all these new players, 87 new players, and uh, to get some of the guys to come over that he has and upgrade that talent so much already, they were 1-11 last year. They got blown out by an average of 29 points per game. Yeah, they were really bad. So it's insane it's gone from that to even this one game in. And uh, to see the top three players all make huge contributions, where you look at... Uh, Shadur Sanders, 510 yards. That's a school record already, Jeff, in year in game one. Four touchdowns. Travis Hunter was amazing. Dylan Edwards, who was a Notre Dame commit. That hurts my heart, being born in South Bend. But four total touchdowns. He was electric for Colorado. So for Coach Prime to upgrade the talent and then already to get the most out of it, especially on the offense – 
It's a tremendous job. It's awesome. That is a that's a Hollywood script right there where yeah. he's doing the post game interview with his son. Like Jeff, you've got a kid. Like imagine if in game one you win and your son does what Shadour Sanders yeah. did. That's amazing. I know. And the other son played well on defense. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah, I mean again, can't get to talk his talk, man. Yeah, yeah. And uh I mean uh some of it doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know if he read a, a, an article that rubbed him the wrong way, or it's just been the, the obviously, constant I mean, obviously theme. Ed, Ed, obviously, Ed Warder wrote something he didn't like. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing is, they got blown out by twenty nine points per game. That's the freshest thing in your mind, and so I can understand where the skepticism comes from. I, I just don't think it's born sheerly out of race. That's all. No, it's, it's it's not not for me. I mean, I, I imagine for some, sure, possibly, um, but obviously, I think for a lot of us, it's it's just not that way. Um, but again, I when when you when you win, I, I sort of forgive um, if you if you talk smack a little bit and and it, you know it, you kind of just like you get to do that. That's that's what happens when you win. That's hey like, man, that's... I'll I'll tell you one thing, <laughs> and, and you're right, and that might be part of it is. Pat Narduzzi from Pitt, um, Brent Venables had some things to say from Oklahoma where they're looking sideways at Coach Prime and the way he's used the transfer portal. And there have been many comments of that's not what it was intended for and stuff like that. I, I don't know if it's part of that. It's kind of like a gumbo of negativity from the offseason. And Coach Prime just got sick and tired of it. Very well could be the case. But I've never agreed with that. It's like this is not illegal. I don't care what the transfer portal was designed for. What if he's not doing anything illegal? Like yeah. mind your business. So here's here's why I bother people, um, because for some reason we still view college sports as this utopia of student athletes, right? Of like, there it, it's it's the it's why we love the sport. They're just competing right. for the heart. Right. And they're competing for the fun of it. And we're just all having fun out there and competition of sport, right? Mm-hmm. And we're not in, in you know, and, and um, everyone just loves playing and, and they're doing it for the, the you know, the, the spirit. And it's like, that's not what college sports has ever been about. But sure, we can believe the fantasy that it is. Mm-hmm. Deion Sanders very loudly went against all of that yeah. by openly cutting players like it's the NFL. Right. It's called they call it processing in college football, processing players out. Um and he did it again, he did it loudly. He did it um with a lot of uh you know we of, of the you know what we're coming right like a lot of just like the, mm-hmm. the boisterous mm-hmm. um he 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 the videos that were put out, which I, by the way, love the hype videos. Like that's, I think, great for my job. I cover the Pac-12. Anything we can get from Dion is fantastic. And I think people just resented how public he made that out to be. Because again, it's most Oregon. My my Ducks did like fifty transfers, man. Like Arizona State had fifty transfers. That's that's just like what what the sport is now. Yeah, I know. I remember Venables in particular. He was talking about when he took over. He he was not about just shipping guys yeah. off. And th- if he wants to do it that way, fine, whatever. But I look at this more of what offense you run. 
You know, the air raid isn't for everybody. Yeah. If you don't want to run the air raid, fine. You don't have to. If you don't want to use the transfer portal the way Deion Sanders did, that's fine. You don't have to. But to look sideways at him like, what is this guy doing? Well, Shaking th- That's garbage. I, I, I th- Look, I think part of it as well is, especially in the coaching community, um, there is a lot of um, resentment towards coaches that act like they have, um, they deserve more because, but not because, but before they sort of earn the right to talk about that, you know, talk in the way that that, that Dion has, right? Hmm. And but Dion is promoting his program. He's yeah. promoting himself. Like he's doing the things that he has to do. And I'm with him on this to promote Colorado football. That's right. His job, the the job of a college coach, obviously, is coaching, but also it's talent acquisition, right? It's getting the 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 most players you can get and as quick as possible. And Dion is using every opportunity he has in front of a camera to do that. He is a great showman, right? He is great in front of the camera, and a lot of coaches resent Dion Sanders getting the attention and and getting the uh, the hype. And having praise before they believe he's earned the right to do all those things, mm-hmm. and a lot of this stems from that feeling. And again, I think to me, it's it's wrong because Dion, again, he's doing the, the things necessary for himself to help his team be better and acquiring talent. I like that Dion is doing those things, right? Mm-hmm. But coaches don't view it that way. Coaches view it as he is he's getting the hype and attention before he has earned the right to have the hype and the, the hype and attention, and that bothers coaches. And this is why we're seeing coaches push back on Deion Sanders. Yeah, but even that, what you explained, isn't a race thing. You know, it's like that's a different category of they're not saying, oh, this this black head coach. They're saying what you just explained, (laughs) which is, man, this guy's getting a ton of attention, and this is before game one. And I think that part can rub you the wrong way. Or the way you're building a program differently. It's like, listen, all these but, coaches but, but, could have done but, it the exact same but, way as Coach but, Prime. No, but, they, but they are, though. They are. That, that, that's, that's so frustrating about coaches complaining about the portal. They all, they're all doing this. They all are, but not to the degree of, like, well, 87 new players. They're not doing it to sure, that extreme. But, but, right, but yeah. I mean, like I said, Oregon had 50. Oregon has yeah. six players on the roster, I believe, left – from Mario Cristobal. <laughs> you know, I, I like, listen, I would rather you give me the truth, even if it's unwanted, than just, you know, giving me this BS sort of like, you know, I'd rather Coach Prime just come in and be like, listen, we're getting new players. <laughs> like, even if that's well, not he, what he, I want to no, hear. Yeah. He said that, though. He, yeah, I know. He did exactly what he said he was going to do, which was get new, which was get new players. Yeah. Like, he did exactly what he said. <laughs> That's like, that's right. Like he hasn't sugarcoated it. He's just putting it right there in front of your face. I can respect that. I absolutely can. All right, somebody else I can respect would be Eddie Garcia. High on the respect meter. I am still working on the uh, quarterback comp. I've got one guy in mind. That's that's uh, right around the corner here, Eddie. I hope you don't right. hate it. Well, uh, ironically, I might have the answer for both of our questions oh, with okay. the same person. Yeah. So I I did, I don't think this is cheating. I think it's just observing. Mm-hmm. But I did see a commercial involving some NFL players. Yeah. And one ex-NFL player, and I said, 
oh my God, this guy has to be one of your first guests for every one of the Immaculate Grids. Who is it? It's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, oh gosh, good, yeah. Good. He might be. He might yeah, be. The, we got uh, one of those. That's Texans Bengals for sure, right? I already there. got Texans Bengals. I got Eric Winston oh. for that one. Oh. <laughs> Lance Lance Erline sent that one over. That's a good Damn. one. Former uh, head of the Players Association, right there. Yeah. Or the, yeah. yeah. So yeah. there you go. Fitz Magic is a guy you need to uh, keep in mind for for any of your. I'm going with Fitz Magic right now. Yeah. That, that's a go. great one, Eddie. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One. I knew Bengals for sure, but I had to check to see Houston, and there was one year with the Texans. So there yep. you go. Yeah, he was there. All right, college football. Uh, number eight, Florida State, a winner over fifth ranked LSU, 45 to 24. The only battle of ranked teams in week one. LSU was up three at the half. Uh, they then outscored 32 7 in the second half. Seminoles quarterback Jordan Travis, 342 yards passing, five touchdowns, four through the air, one on the ground in the victory. 18th ranked Oregon State rolled over San Jose State, 42 to 17. Beavers quarterback DJ Uyunglele, five touchdowns, three passing, two rushing. Of course, the transfer from Clemson in his. Oregon State debut with a big game. Rutgers, a winner over Northwestern, 24-7. In baseball games, a note, we have the Giants being shut up with the Padres, 4-0. San Francisco dropping 3-4 of four in that series against San Diego. Diamondbacks lose to the Orioles, 8-5. Baltimore still leads the AL East by two and a half games on Tampa Bay with the Rays keeping pace with a 6-2 win over the Guardians. The Reds were clobbered by the Cubs, 15-7. Chicago, seven runs in the eighth inning as they move three and a half back of Milwaukee in the NL Central race. The Brewers did lose to the Phillies 4-2, so Chicago gaining ground. And then you got the Marlins wrapping up a four-game sweep of the Nationals with a 6-4 win, so it's now a four-way tie for the one final wildcard spot in the National League between Miami, San Francisco, Arizona, and Cincinnati. Mariners lose to the Mets 6-3. The Astros fall to the Yankees 6-1. New York wrapping up a three-game sweep in Houston. And the Rangers get an Elias Garcia walk-off homer in the ninth to beat the Twins 6-5. So it's Texas tied with Houston, both one game back of Seattle for first in the AL West. Blue Jays beat the Rockies 7-5. Toronto game and a half back of both Houston and Texas for the last wildcard spot in the American League. And the Dodgers avoid being swept in a four-game series against the Braves. LA gets the 3-1 win in a showdown of the top two teams in the National League. And one note from soccer, Lionel Messi, two assists as Inter-Miami beat the MLS defending champs LAFC 3-1 in a star-studded affair here in Los Angeles. Miami riding an 11-game unbeaten streak. Uh, they've been a little bit different since Messi had joined the team. 10-0-1 since adding the uh, the soccer legend. Now back to Jeff Schwartz and Brian Noem, the Tyrac.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios. So this is what I'm thinking for your... Uh... NFL quarterback comp here, Eddie. Yeah, Brian Fitzpatrick, way too smart for me. So, what, <laughs> what, well, I did not go to Harvard. What, what do you got? This is what I'm thinking. Right. You guys tell me if you think this uh, fits. Okay. I'm going to go Jay Cutler for a couple of reasons. Oh, okay. What? Wow. Jay, Jay Cutler has tremendous ability, which you have. He's got a lot of talent, which you have. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, he didn't look like he cared. And and that's how you are with certain subjects like the NBA. You're not a big NBA guy. Like every now and then, you just right. you don't care about a particular topic. Is that fair? I think that's a Would decent you, but, comp. Don't you think Jay's surly? I don't know. Am I surly? No, I wouldn't describe you as surly. All right. Well, but uh, Jay, he's softened a little bit since his NFL days. He's got a podcast. He's uh, cracked a few jokes. You know what I mean? I, my wife I, used to watch that reality show he was on with his ex-wife, and she she always said he was very funny. So see there, yeah. 
What do you think? I, I would not have pictured. I would not have gotten. I don't think I would have gotten Jay Cutler. No, I don't either. <laughs> what would your uh, What would your I, NFL I, quarterback I I be I for Eddie? I, I, I didn't even. Think, I didn't think about one. I thought you were handling. It. I thought you would have been better than this. I, 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 I you know. I, I think job. that's a decent one. If you got to come up with the reason. If only know? Ryan Fitzpatrick was a little dumber. <laughs> Could have been a decent choice for me. Have you had a lot of radio stops? Have you been like a journeyman no, like Ryan actually, Fitzpatrick? Not really. Yeah. No, I haven't really. Yeah, no. so I don't know. Been here for a long time. So yeah, we're gonna have a quarterback that's been that's been somewhere a long time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll work on it. All right. Yeah. I'm efforting this. We're gonna come up with somebody. I don't think Jake Cutler is terrible. This is what I'll tell you. I don't think it's uh, Schwartz, I want a comp from you, okay? It's easy to... Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Dynasty the king, uh, king, uh. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, the Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards, the guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith Presents The Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.